My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. everybody how you doing doing well you pretty good zip how's uh, how's the sap running brother <laughs> this is the first time anybody's pretended to be interested in maple syrup this year oh, he's hurt <laughs> wait a minute cut it out are you kidding me i see all the facebook stuff you're um, like the yule gibbons of running sap <laughs> ever eat a pine tree <laughs> okay for anyone who doesn't know the show is brought to you by Bob and Lisa's Maple Syrup. <laughs> That's what we call and, it. Um, so, all right, you know this. I'm a hobbyholic. Yeah. And um, if there's a hobby, uh, well, first off, I it, I am curious, uh, but I'm not naturally curious. Um, I was I was actually taught to be curious by a legendary broadcaster. Can anybody guess who that was? Uh, Paul Harvey. No, but uh, but way to go because Paul Harvey was really my first mentor. All my mentors didn't volunteer. By the way, I just said you <laughs> pick them up. Paul yeah. Harvey was uh, one of the first radio people that I thought, Fantastic. okay, he's on to something. Yeah, and and the thing he was on to was storytelling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, intimacy. And later on, I found out uh, he was a bit of a right winger. You think? I didn't know that earlier. <laughs> you know. No, he used to, he he kind of straddled. He yeah. was a Midwesterner, is what yeah. he was. That's yeah. right. He, he was, was in the Midwest, the heartland, is what yeah. you call it, yeah. right? Like yeah. Johnny Carson. My mother yeah. was from Topeka, Kansas. Stoic, you know, measured, right. responsible. You know. Well, and they were Republican back when being Republican meant intense values. Family values. Family values. You know. Uh, and, of course, none of us are perfect, but what you used to do is sweep that stuff under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I worry in the time we're in that because of the, we're living in a surveillance society yeah. and we're living in an instant gratification 24-7 news cycle that literally stories get old in 20 minutes unless yeah. they're you know, skeezy enough. Um, I worry that we're no longer going to be polite to each other. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's where you need the face-to-face and firm handshake and, you know Not what anymore. I mean? You can't, you, well, you No handshake. do it. Yeah. Well, no, way, you know what I mean, though. You, you can't do it digitally. Right, Zip, and, the, and this was the worst time in the world for the pandemic. Yeah. Because the pandemic, yeah. uh, you know, any, like you know real like close connections were replaced like from now on all family gatherings are on zoom <laughs> like the brady demented yeah. brady bunch but anyway so yes paul harvey was the first but the guy who told taught me the value of curiosity 
passed away recently, and it's worth mentioning him uh, because he told it to me personally, face to face. Was it me? Larry King? It was Larry King. Did I ever tell you that story? <laughs> I th- I think you did mention because I think we were at the same convention. It was a, he was at the NAB one year. We I was one of the co-hosts. He was one of the co-hosts. You you did a panel, I think. Okay, so the the year was 1988ish. I okay. had just broken up with my longtime platonic uh, on-air partner Zip Zipfell. Uh-huh. That guy. Poor bastard. <laughs> yeah. And I had moved to, oh, whatever happened to him. Yeah. I, I had moved to Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And I was trying to do morning radio without a, a dear friend by my side. And Zip, you you know I mean this. And um and I was like scared. And I didn't think I was very good, which was the most perceptive thought I had at the time. <laughs> He said self-deprecatingly. <laughs> oh, no. And, and I was frightened. That, like, every time something cool would happen, I would think I was surely going to screw it up. And right. who of us hasn't gone through a part of life that's like this, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Where you're in over your head. You know, when we were on the air in the Boston market, Zip and I sort of, you know, we had each other's back. Right. Usually with a knife, but we had it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. We just didn't have any. We just were throwing everything at the wall. But we didn't have stopped. a care in the world, and we just <laughs> laughed our asses off. Anyway, yeah. so here I am in, in Baltimore, and I'm, you know, it's sink or swim time, and I'm, I'm not doing great. Yeah. And I go to this convention. Ed Kelly is at the convention. <laughs> uh, and uh, Larry King is at the convention. Now... I had done a radio promotion when the Baltimore Orioles lost 21 games in a row where I stayed on the air until they won a game. That's right. Yes. I forgot about that. That was yeah. huge. That was a huge keystone for Massive. you. That really yeah, you was. know who else it was yeah. huge for? My cocaine dealer. He thought it was a great <laughs> idea, too. <laughs> a lot of blow on that promotion. Yeah. So like I say, I hadn't got sober yet. I was really kind of, I was messed up. I, uh, anyway, I go to this convention. Mm-hmm. And I meet Larry King. Who had just been through his own kind of uh, crisis, yeah. He'd had several. Yeah. He'd also had me on the air when we did that Orioles marathon thing. Very cool. Okay. So I walk up to this event where Larry's broadcasting live at the NAB convention. And that was a big deal. Washington, D.C., you know, still is Washington, D.C. But at one time it was Washington, (laughs) D.C., And um, all under the steady hand of Marion Barry, <laughs> the crack smoking mayor. It's too bad he, didn't, he and I didn't really know each other well, or we could have hooked up. <laughs> he would have had better blow. His was oh. clinical grade. <laughs> so I go up with the idea of meeting Larry King and shaking his hand and saying yeah. thank you uh, for interviewing me during that radio promotion. And I was so shocked. Because I, I introduced him, I said, "Hey, Larry, I'm Bob Rivers, and you." And, and he stopped me, and he said, "Bob Rivers," he said. <laughs> and then he looked around at all the people that he was surrounded with, and he goes, "Do you know who this is?" <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I'm going, "Nobody, nobody at all." <laughs> and he goes, "This is Bob Rivers, the radio guy who stayed on the air for 21 games till the." And he starts bragging about me. Wow. And I was just like blown away by it. It was like not the blow. It was you were blown. No, away. I was blown away later that night. Okay. Too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, the next day, he had a book signing. Yeah. And his book was called "Tell It to the King." Wow. 
I brought a copy of the book. I waited in line for an hour wow. to see Larry King. And he saw me and he said, Bob, you didn't need to wait in line. And I was like, but Mr. King, I'm honored to be here. And he, he looked at me and he said, you're going to do great. And I said, I'm really no good at interviewing. Could you give me, like, I don't want to read the whole book. Could you just tell me the <laughs> <a> secret? <laughs> give me the cliff notes. And he actually, he, he stopped and he gave me like a two-minute pep talk. He said, let me tell you something. He said, the key, you know, he said, I don't always read the books of the people I'm interviewing. And he says, you know why I don't read the book? And I thought, for myself, it's because I'm lazy. What is it for you, Larry King? And he said, because I'm curious. He said, I'm naturally curious. And so all the best questions come from me not knowing the answers, but wondering. Right. What's it like to do this? If you're an astronaut, you know. What's it like to look out the window and see Earth as a planet? And, and, and he just started talking about natural curiosity. And I'm, as he's listening, as he's saying that, I'm going, hmm, I'm not naturally curious. I'm quite lazy. And I don't think about what other people think. But I could work on it. Right. And, um, and he said, yeah, if you're going to interview somebody, he said, here's two things you should know. One, just wonder about them. And two, shut up and listen. He says, you know how much it annoys me when someone's interviewing me and they will ask me a question that I answered five minutes ago because they were busy looking at the paper for the next question. Ugh. So he said, be in the moment. You know, I just saw a clip of him interviewing Prince. I don't know how I came on YouTube the other night. And he, it's amazing how he could really get, you know, really get inside anybody. He was really had a knack for he being did, able yeah. to. Ask his six wives. Well. <laughs> and their sisters. And by the way, when I met him at that convention, <laughs> he was on his sixth Sorry. wife. I think okay. he said way more than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Abba did a song. It was called I Do, I Do, I Do, I Do, I Do. <laughs> for him. Um, <laughs> his wife, with Joanna, was there. And we, were, we got to meet her. And he was like, we should get together sometime and i was yeah. like well maybe if joanna lasts we'll see you too again um, by the way bob what's your wife look like <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it stuck with me that two things that he made everyone feel so appreciated like they were something special and they are everyone who was on his show and even me walking up to him and then he, he said be curious god gave you my mother used to say this part but god gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason <laughs> that is so true yeah if you listen twice as much as you and by the way i'm terrible at this i haven't let zip or ed speak at all <laughs> <laughs> but larry got a shot in <laughs> yeah anyway that's cool though yeah no, so uh, you asked me about maple syrup and uh the sap uh is running We've made 35 gallons so far. Wow. And I have taken pre-orders for about 75 gallons. And, you know, if, if uh, you go online to any one of those Facebook posts you put up there, it looks Walter White ain't got anything <laughs> yeah. on you. I mean, oh, yeah. the amount of gear you've got is High crazy. Tech. Yeah. Well, it started, it started with just a pale and a nail. <laughs> a pale and a nail. 
a pail and a nail. There's a, there's a, a frostbitten book in there. Dog. Well, but again, as far as a hobby goes, yeah. Like when I get started, I want to know how the the people do it. Who are again? I wasn't naturally curious like Larry King, right? But he taught me the value of curiosity and the value of being interested. And so now, whatever I do, I go well. How do the re- you know like I learned how to fly an airplane. You know, how do you fly an airplane? I need an instrument rating. And then with the maple syrup, when I first moved here, uh, uh, this guy that Lisa knew, Hank, who's a wonderful, uh, just a a slice of old Vermont. Well, with a name like Hank, yeah. Hank Prouty. Prouty is a great last <laughs> Prouty. name. Prouty. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Up there, the Prouty's family. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and he listens fam. to the podcast, by the way. And he, I don't know if I, I don't know if he wants me to say his last name, but too late, Hank. Anyway. Yeah. He, um, you know, he started showing me how to do maple syrup. And I, I, I was, at first I told Lisa, I don't want to do this. I'll do it because it's your friend. But, you know, I don't really, it, it sounds like it's very time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It is. Well, it um, is a little like bird watching in a way. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah. you do have to be patient. You know. Well, yes, you do. But once you get good at it, yeah, and you build, a, you know, you build a bigger evaporator, and you have a vacuum on four hundred taps, you it's sort of like JFK <laughs> Jr. when he got a really fast airplane, <laughs> but wasn't instrument rated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it can get ahead of you. Uh, if you're not careful. But anyway, we are making maple syrup. If you're interested in some, go to bobrivers.blog. I'm going to give each of these guys 25 bucks for that. <laughs> Just send me a hour. gallon. Yeah. So I'll send you some syrup. Uh, Took care cool. of my psoriasis, Bob. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. It's edible. I'm sorry. The thing about maple syrup is it, it's such a natural product. It's plant-based. Yeah, it's great. It's just wonderful. All right. Isn't coffee, the sugar content coffee. off the Richter scale? I mean, no. isn't it? What is, well, so isn't it? here's the thing you should know about sugar. Honey is. It's delicious. End of story. Yeah. No, it, but, but naturally dissolved sugars, I mean, it's, it's far better. The thing about sugar is, um, someone wrote me the other day uh, at BobRivers.blog where you can order the maple syrup. If you just give me the room, I'll just keep <laughs> taking it, by the way. And I'm even worried I won't have enough syrup to fill all the orders. But my natural instinct to sell yes. kicks in. Anyway, yeah. someone wrote me the other day, and he said, I heard that this is the kind of sugar that you can have even if you're a diabetic. And part of me was like, absolutely, go for it. <laughs> oh, you humanist, yeah. you. But then the part of me that doesn't lie yes. um, said no. The Catholic kid kicked in. Yeah, it's sugar. It's, it's yeah. you know, Sugar's not good for you. Now... The, there are several kinds of sugar, like corn syrup. Yeah, is evil, terrible. Um, if corn, I was, loved it yeah. on toast as a kid. Yes, uh, but yeah. corn syrup is just terrible and evil for you. Yeah, and I'm not really sure that maple syrup. Like, like here's the thing: everything in moderation, right? Mm-hmm. In all things. And by the way, I, if that were possible, I'd be a casual <laughs> heroin user. I know I would. 
He, ne- he just you- jump on the horse occasionally. Have you- <laughs> yeah, a, a recreational heroin user. Is there the first time people. I heard that one? Is there such there- a thing? Yes, there is. Actually. Do you know anybody? Because yeah. I know people who have died, but I don't know anybody who says like, "No, not till Sunday afternoon." I think I have a little Sunday. <laughs> Some people just don't get addicted. No kidding. Yeah. So sugar I mean, is tried it, yeah. Sugar is generally uh, something we don't need boiled down and made into concentrate form. Yeah, it's hidden in everything already. But maple, it comes from a tree. The mm-hmm. essence of the tree is such a unique flavor. And um, I, I sell some syrup to people at BobRivers.blog. And, <laughs> and a year later, they'll go, we're almost finished with that gallon. Yeah, I know. And, and I'll go, you should try heroin. I think you would be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> so do it responsibly if you can yes. if you can but it's and don't hey, send that stuff to canada by the way we don't need any competition from you well guys. the canadian maple syrup industry is huge oh you better believe it we got a lot of trees yeah well there's uh the the two classiest uh i don't know the right way to put it industry maple syrup industry icons are vermont mm-hmm which produces a ton, and Canada. And the, your bottle says dark grade. What is that? Well, there's, uh, there are four different um, grades. Uh, there's, a, um, there's a grade called, they keep changing it, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, there's a grade called delicate light. It's the lighter color. Yeah. It has a different kind of a flavor that some people like, but it's not as strong. Okay. And yet it's considered more expensive because it only comes for part of the season and it's hard to get. Mm-hmm. Then there's amber. It's like light, sweet, crude. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> and amber's, you know, got a little bit of a darker color. And then there's a darker amber. And the locals will tell you the darker, the better. Oh. Because it's just a stronger. And then. I as see that in Detroit too, by the way. What? Maple syrup? No, the darker, the better. Uh, the darker, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, nothing to see here, folks. Dark trees matter. Anyway, so as you get to the end of the season, it gets really dark. And then as the uh, maple trees start to bud, yes. the syrup starts to go bitter. Really? Yeah. And f- so for the first few years that I was boiling it at Hank's, we just loved doing it so much. that We boil it until the tree is screaming in agony. <laughs> I got no more sap. <laughs> There's like, like someone in a vampire movie who can barely crawl out of yeah. bed. And, uh, but it really doesn't taste as good at the end. So now I stop when uh, I first detect. And you can tell because the sap gets, uh, it has more junk in it when you filter it. It starts yeah. to just get, the tree is coming to life. Yeah. And it's and, less viscous probably. Yeah. And uh, mm. you filter it um, to get all that stuff out. But right. at some point you say that's enough for the year. And you and you boil it to reduce it, as well as to um, disinfect, right? Or to uh, well, it, so sanitize. so when sap comes out of a tree, mm-hmm. it has somewhere between one point something and two point something percent sugar content. All right, that's it. Wow. And uh, the sugar content they they call it bricks, b r i x. So it's two bricks. Okay. And maple syrup starts at sixty six bricks or 66% sugar. So really you just take the sap 
and you boil it until it's the right consistency. Yeah, like making super chili. It's all it is, yeah. And yeah, and you can do this on the stove in your kitchen mm-hmm. if you don't mind sticky walls. <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes, Bob. But, I'm just and a lot of people around. do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and then there's people boil it in pots outside and then... And then there's an ant invasion for the next six months. Yeah, and and, yeah. and I didn't even re- like my rig is really small. It's a to- it's a you know it's a hobby toy thing compared to the big guys. Right. But uh, when I posted that Facebook video, everybody went you know, Ooh. pretty yeah. They were like, "Wow, that's fancy." I was like, "Yeah, I got a car with an engine in it too." Yeah, knobs and meters and all kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, people used to see that like when you guys were on the radio. Mm. like you earlier today maybe or yes thursday people walk in the room the radio room and they go that's my least favorite question but how do you know what to do with all them knobs and buttons (laughs) (laughs) well i learned when i was 19 so funny were you aware that in uh, your former home state of washington that they have uh, legalized human composting Human composting. A, you mean if grandpa oh, dies, you can put him in the garden? Yes. There's a company that now treat you. Yes. I'm serious. No, it is that. The so it's not called it's, recompose. It's not composting your own crap. It's composting your own body. No, no. People. It's nope. People. Nope. The cor- your corpse is placed in a vessel with wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. And they, it's just, it's like what you do with sap, except it's yeah, human yeah. remains. That is wild. Uh, after about a month, the corp yields, uh, yields a uh, cubic yard of fluffy soil, which then be, can be given to the deceased family or to a conservation yeah. group. If you're so, you know, so Zip, that reminds me of an old joke. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. My dad used to say, don't bend over in the garden, Granny. Don't you know them taters got eyes? <laughs> That's fairly beautiful. But first, that's for real. It's a company in uh, that is strange. Environ- Seattle-based Recompose. It's an, an actual real company. Yes. Yep. Yep. Man. Thermophilic heat-loving microbial activity. I guess it's a totally healthy way to dispose. It of is. What's left? Of bodies you. are poison. It's. It sounds just. I mean, I, you know, we have all kinds of rules. Like, for example, uh, here in Vermont, some people have cemetery plots on their properties because yep these properties have been in people's hands since the late 1700s right and it was already there um so i suppose that's fine i i i haven't really i haven't put a lot of thought into what i want well i'm being cremated i don't know about you you're going you're going with the full cremation huh? hell yeah why because i don't want to leave formaldehyde or whatever they preserve me with to leach into the groundwater. You're worried about groundwater from yeah. your corpse? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it it's not top of my odd list. Thing. It is. It's kind of very an odd weird. thing to have a giant marble thing stuck in the ground with a bunch of cremated remains. It's, rim- it's oh, just you, ego-based. You know I mean? Look, it's I, kind I, of odd. I, I, I fall short of, you know, having false gods before me i don't want a big golden thing like trump's probably gonna have but so what when does the bronze come in of you that you're going to post yeah i'm not gonna do Square? that but i i'd like a little stone i'd like uh, look uh, everybody must get a stone <laughs> yeah no but the thing about it is that um you know presumably for a little bit of a period of time people are going to care you know 10 20 yeah, 50 years or whatever the people yeah. there 
remember you. And then after that, like that old church in uh, Boston on the Boston Common, you ever walk around that cemetery? Zip? Oh, yeah. Boston is like oh, just a... Crazy. Can, Paul, well, the whole Back Bay is... That Paul was Revere. Open. John Hancock is there. Uh, the guy who invented the signature. I wonder... <laughs> No, seriously. I wonder how he feels about DocuSign. He must be really pissed off. <laughs> I'm going to get that. I think. Who else is buried there, Zip? Come on, you've walked oh, through that Oh, I don't cemetery. know. I don't so, know. It, it, it's, Ed, it's, if you haven't seen this in Boston. The history, the history in Boston, is it's, it's, off, it's where it began, So basically. All yeah. these huge skyscrapers in Boston, just massive skyscrapers, right? And, uh, so, and, and somewhere there was a cemetery right in the middle where yeah. they built the huge skyline, and they preserved it. Of course. And, uh, and the, I mean, the stones begin in, before the United States, right, Zeb? Oh, yeah, 1600s, 1700s? Yeah, way back. Plymouth Rock and yeah. the engines. And, and, and uh, <laughs> who, who else famous is there? I mentioned oh. Samuel Adams, the guy who uh, his heirs Makes created a beer company. Thank yeah. you. Um, I can't remember, not George Washington, but there's other, like, uh, some of the, someone who signed the Declaration of Independence is in there. Historical luminaries. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, this guy made maple syrup isn't going to be all that impressive, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But your records will be around on two ages of ages, I believe that. That's true. You got a legacy there. Plus, you're the guy that was on the air for as long as the Orioles lost. I mean, that really. Those are the crazy things that people remember. Really mini stuff. But today, I saw my naturopath who treats me for Lyme, Mm -hmm. which I got some bad news, by the way. I got tested again, and I still have the parasite Babesia, which I've now had for years. Can't get rid of it. And it was bomb. You bombarded that damn thing. I bombarded it with a strong, a double dapsone therapy. If anybody yeah, knows yeah. what dapsone is, they give it to you for leprosy. Jeez, that name is awfully close to Beelzebub or whatever. <laughs> Beelzebub. Anyway, Beelzebub. How, how to go, Bob? <laughs> Very badly. No, it was a terrible drug, and I hated it. And I had all kinds of. Side oh, effects. you like it down here? But I, I don't know anybody our age who doesn't have some chronic condition, which is why I, don't, I just <laughs> Tell do not me complain. about yeah, this, it. Yeah, everybody gets something. It's hard. rough. It, look, everybody has to get if, if you're lucky enough to, to grow old, then it the, the, just comes with the territory, so it's no big deal. But anyway, I go into my naturopath today, mm-hmm. and she's, um, she's good. Uh, I'll say that she does not... Um, she does not... Uh, that, that, so many medical professionals are in the drug selling business big time this will fix you up i'm gonna give you this prescription seriously uh don't read the side effects that'll just that'll just take too long for your afternoon but just anyway she says i'm sorry the test came back you didn't get rid of that uh, parasite but but we have a few other herbal natural thing and i'm like yeah i don't want to take any more heavy duty pharmaceuticals uh, so I'll take whatever naturopathy things that you have. And, and when I walked into the office today for my appointment with my mask on, uh-huh. she said, 12 pains of Christmas, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see? There you go. And, and I went, you're like a cool naturopath. How do you even know about that? And she said, I've loved that song, And I guess, when she yeah. was a kid because she, she can't be old enough to... I don't know. I don't want to guess her age on a on a public yeah. forum, but it's not that old. 
So I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Lizzie and her grandfather used to listen to your uh, stuff together at Christmas time. So crazy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe a bigger stone is in order. I think you're right, Ed. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, you put your face coming out of the cartoon circle <laughs> right on the headstone. That's in all, 3D. Folks. You yeah. can have it done by laser. Uh, now my family's going to hate me. Really sharp relief. All right. Let's talk about some other stuff that's going on. Ed, how's your love life? <laughs> Get off of my back. No, how's, your, how's your, you and your girlfriend? Doing? It's going well. She's uh, she's at home right now. And, uh, and her name is Toledo, Lizzie, right? Which is what she calls Toledo. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. Uh, brought her car in. She had, you know, she drives this roller skate called a smart car that, that came out of Canada. You ever seen them? I All those little them. tiny yeah. two-seaters? Yeah. 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 So yeah. They fit in my, every parking space. They do. And my idea of a two-seater is, you know, a Corvette or a, no, sure. yeah. you know, something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, she hit a, a 4 by 4 dropped off of a transport on 75, and she ran it over in that smart car. Oh, my so God. So she needs four new rims because they're 13 inches around, wow. and uh, it took out all four. Yeah. So have you driven it? No. I, I, if I dri- yeah, I have once. Yeah. What's it like? Is it like a little go-kart kind of um, thing? It, it's very um, – do you remember – do you ever drive a British sports car? Yeah, I have in the Okay, past, yeah. imagine yeah. sitting on the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, there's and no chopping the trunk off. Really. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very nimble, but it's it's also quite a lively ride because of the short wheelbase. But I'm used to driving a Jeep, so I don't mind it. You, you know? don't mind? Yeah, it. yeah. So you're yeah. talking See, about the smart car still, or did you move yeah. on for that? Okay, no smart car. Yeah, I, I I found it interesting. I did, however, feel that. Um, it would be easy to be crushed like a bug in any kind of a tiny fender bender. That's not what, and that's the perception, but I, I guess that's not the reality. They're actually quite safe because the, what they call the monocoque, I believe, uh-huh. um, which is the cocoon, uh, the passenger compartment is like built to take quite an impact. Mm. It's very, and, and rather than be crushed, you kind of bounce, <laughs> huh. I guess. Okay. Yeah. I guess I believe you. Did you see that? Uh, traffic accident that was on TV tonight on the evening I, news? It came in as a, a from New York Times uh, email, which I get alerts, okay. and I did not click on it because I was in the middle of a project. Okay, a pickup truck was uh, involved in an accident, and it was towing uh, a huge uh, camper trailer that is really more like a mobile home, a huge, huge yeah. mobile home. like A trailer. land yacht. Yeah. And the truck went off a bridge. And you know how you have safety trains uh, chains when you have a trailer? Sure. Yeah. The safety chains connected to the camper hung on to the pickup truck as it hung over a ravine. Wow. Dangling from the bridge. Well, he didn't get them chains at Walmart. <laughs> no, they were. And in fact, whoever made those chains. Yeah. Um, uh, you know they should advertise this yeah uh, and so i couldn't believe it when i saw it on tv it was like how did this how did this even happen yeah and um and i still I, even after seeing it was in idaho by the way right the gorge was 250 foot deep <sighs> inside the no truck way. is a couple yeah. and their two dogs oh my god oh man yes so the idaho state police a state trooper responds, and again, they, they, I, when they do this as a kicker story on the news, yeah, you know they, 
We'll be back after six minutes of commercials, and we'll tell you what happened. <laughs> and and then they do thirty <laughs> seconds on it, and then back to commercials. Right. But they used ropes. These guys rappelled down from the bridge. Wow. They attached safety harnesses to the couple and their dogs, and then wow. carried them up to safety while the truck hung there. Like those chains could have given. I'm, very scary. Yeah. I would think you would secure the vehicle with a cable first, but what do I know? And apparently every, everybody was okay. They had non-life-threatening injuries. Yeah. Uh, the dogs were a little irritated. It was past feeding time. And the insurance <laughs> company will be <laughs> yeah, will be upset too. Uh, it was a heroic res- rescue, but the, uh, the guys did, who did it did, said we were just doing our job. We were taking advantage of our training, which is a nice right. thing to say. Yeah. That's what happens when I make maple syrup. I'm taking advantage of my training and I'm just doing the job. <laughs> back to the community. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. But crazy. That is. Just crazy. Isn't it weird to think that, um, you know, we're all worried about this virus, but life is like that in a blink of an eye. Big time. One breath away your whole life. Ah, Don't absolutely. start thinking about it until yeah. you're at this age for whatever reason. Why that suddenly, <laughs> suddenly speaking becomes of, Speaking of your age, extremely I, I, have, I have taken to telling people that Zip is my friend who's an anti-vaxxer but refuses to I'm admit not, it. I am in queue. I, I'm in a line in two different uh, places. I have yet to been notified. How, how does that work? Vaccine. You mean you register and they call you? Yeah, they started something on Friday, uh, an automatic notification thing. Um, but prior to that, I had already signed up on a different. I, I basically went and found some less traveled uh, places that ah. are doing it. And Do you know which one you're going to get? At one point, I think. I think. Uh, well, the if the original one comes in first, I think it's the uh, Moderna, Pfizer, which is the oh, two okay. shot, right? Uh, right, well, that's what I mean. you do a lot of reading, don't you? Um, so um, that was me being an ass, by the way. You didn't even read. Was it yeah, again? Moderna is the two shot, right? Uh, both Pfizer and yes. Moderna are two both, shots. Both yeah, are, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson, which I call Dick and Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that they keep putting lipstick on yeah. and saying that it's one and done. And um, it's got 60, I think it's 66% efficacy. And what is the AstraZeneca percentage? Uh, well, the AstraZeneca, that, that's, it's good that you mentioned that. The, it's also way up there. Um, it's Oxford AstraZeneca. That's the one that's in the news today because they have pulled Blood it clots, in right? Europe. Yeah, yeah, uh, dumb. And apparently they have pulled it for total BS reasons. It is. Totally. Statistical bullshit. Yeah. I was uh, listening. So I, uh, I'm i going to give you a plug, and I get nothing for this, by the way. He doesn't even buy any maple syrup. Uh, mm. There is a doctor in London named John Campbell, Dr. John Campbell. You can look him up on YouTube. Every day he does one or two analytical videos about all of the latest uh, that's going on with the pandemic. And he's been I've been watching him since last March. Okay, what's his name again, Bob? Dr. John. The British guy, right? Yeah, British, British guy, John British, Campbell. Yeah. Did I send you a link once? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch Dr. of people Jim. I've sent uh, his links to have become hooked, and I don't I don't listen to him every day because I can get overloaded with information. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to him last night in the Sugar House while I was making maple syrup that you can buy at BobRivers.blog. <laughs> <laughs> and, Would you knock it off? 
Sorry, you guys gave me an opening. Anyway, he um, he was talking about this AstraZeneca thing, and he said, so a certain number of people who took the vaccine had blood clots. Yes. And then they compared the control group of people who got a placebo, and more of them had blood clots. Right. In other words, the vaccine might even prevent the blood clots. But they pulled. But in today's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter universe. Cancel culture. Uh, cancel. Thank you. I, yes. I hate that phrase, though. It's a stupid <laughs> phrase. Um, in today's unfiltered free speech world. Yeah. Because those people had blood clots. They uh, it, it made some people nervous and they pulled it back to study it. It's going to be found that it's fine, but it's forever tainted now. Is a shame. Tainted by the fruit of another. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you go into song there. It just happened. That's quite all right. Um, so yeah, that's so zip. That one's not approved in the United States yet. Which one? The Moderna? <laughs> no, AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. Zip tuned us out ten minutes ago. No, it no. Is in, I, it, yes. it is in okay. Canada. Yeah. So AstraZeneca is not approved. Um, the Pfizer and Moderna are approved. Uh, both Johnson, of them. And SJ and J, too. Correct? And J and J. But they're not actually approved. It turns out they have an EU. Do you know what an EU is? Emergency use. Emergency use authorization. Mm -hmm. EUA. And uh, in fact, when I got my vaccine last Sunday, before getting it, I had to read this whole thing and sign off. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that this was Pages. not approved. Yep. And, it, you know. It's, it's like, a hold harmless for the drug companies, basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't go through the usual process, but trust us, it's just fine. <laughs> um, the deal Weren't with the Johnson & Johnson is it's the old kind of technology, which means it's not the RNA, uh, which I've read about, and I, can, I'm, uh, I don't retain it well enough to explain it, but... Um, but the, the, the older technology uh, uses a, a virus that's not living, that can't reproduce, and it, um, you know, it's been used in vaccines forever and ever. So some people I know like that because they're just afraid of new technology that hasn't had yeah. a ton of research. Yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be uh, the guinea pig for the first generation of anything. Right, right. Uh, the, the thing they're saying about all the vaccines... Mm -hmm is that they prevent hospitalization and death. Which is kind of cool. So, you know, if I bought a car that the brakes might fail on and I might get in a bad accident, <laughs> but I knew that the car was strong enough that I wouldn't have hospitalization and death, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather have the car that I might not have a crash with. Right. So, hey, yeah. Zip, are you still there, or did we it's get this? Yeah, no, I was, just thinking, I was just thinking you can kind of draw a correlation between, like, that with the mask By the way, and Larry wearing a King helmet didn't mean when it literally. He didn't mean listen all the time and never say anything. Yes, I did, Bob. <laughs> yes. No, I'm Detroit, mad. hello. Colton yeah. <laughs> Springs, Idaho. Go ahead, Colton. Yes, hello. you're on the air. So um, no, anyway, I, anyway, so I didn't want the Johnson and John, but uh, you know, if you just don't want to die and get in the hospital, I, we, they say, take whatever vaccine you're offered. 
In Zip's case, well, you know. It's, it's either that or clear. Give me the paddle. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that you're not more aggressive about getting a vaccine. Though. Uh, I think I tried to tell you this you know, several times in the past three or four months. I've been, I'm very careful. I wear a mask. I, you know, sanitize the hands. But I've pretty much just gone ahead and done regular stuff. I don't get close to people and. You know, I'm respectful of Why start space. now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I guess. I, you know, it's better for people like me who want to push to the front of the line. If there's yeah. people like you who like, I'll just sit, wait until my phone rings. <laughs> well, pretty soon they'll have, you know, like salad bars for vaccines. and Mr. Zatefield, uh, we have your vaccine ready. Should you care to come in? 10-4 Rampire, start an IV using D5W transport immediately. <laughs> Yes. Now uh, you can come in any time. That's what we need. We need a yeah. Randolph man tooth. Right. <laughs> Wasn't he on emergency? Uh, One of them was. I know. Um, no. So you're concerned that I haven't? I, I mean, what am I going to do? I've I've applied for it. I'm in line. Well, we were on the air a couple of weeks ago I'm recording a this podcast, American. or maybe we're doing our other show. And you went online, and they offered you an appointment in Springfield, which is a dig this Ed. A one-hour drive. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, no. But it it didn't guarantee me a. Uh, it just this. That's what this thing said two weeks ago. It said, "Oh, you're in line. We've got appointments, and we'll let you know." But they didn't say beer at one o'clock. No, no, no. You were online, and you said there's an appointment on Tuesday, and it's in Springfield, Massachusetts. You don't remember that? Hey, well, you said you were going to wait for something closer. Yeah, I, I was. I'm you were here, weren't yes. you, Ed? Right. <laughs> yes, I yeah. heard it. Oh, man. I just don't have any balls. Live on the edge. That's what I say. Live free or die. Oh, you're sounding so Republican right now. You're faced with the facts and you're just changing the subject. I love it. Okay. So uh, have you heard the story about Japanese school children? Uh, Ed? I I have not. Unless it jogs my memory. What about, is this a new story? It's brand new. It's just a couple of days ago. And And I've been unplugged a little bit. So, uh, Japan has some weird societal oh, yeah. rules and, and mm-hmm. things. Um, and apparently, in high school in Japan, there is a rule that all students must have black hair and wear white underwear. Not kidding. The, yeah, the, that sounds like a really bad joke. <laughs> it's true. No, it's absolutely wow. true. Black hair, white underwear. A battle resumes over Japan's school rules. It's a, a story in the Washington Post, so it's not in some tabloid. That's antiquated. There was a court ruling in Osaka uh, mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago that awarded a student $3,000 for emotional distress because she was hounded out of high school because her hair wasn't black enough. Oh, jeez. The court backed the school's legal right to impose the rule. Oh, boy. The woman's lawyer, uh, and by the way, this, this girl's been fighting this for a while. She's 21 now. Mm-hmm. She's going to appeal. She says her childhood was destroyed when she entered the prefectural Kaifukan High School. Uh, by her second semester, she was ordered to dye her hair black every four days because it wasn't black enough. She was kicked out of classes and excluded from a school trip 
This teacher said, your hair is still not black enough. I see a hairdo and I want to dye it black. <laughs> this is a real, this is a, a total, like, like f- from time to time it'll come up that, you know, women in Saudi Arabia can't drive. Yeah. Uh, which I think is still true, or maybe maybe they can. I don't know, but well, you know, is part they can't of the whole worth the damn? <laughs> isn't it tr- kind of true? It follows suit with all the discipline and their education and the Suzuki method of violin playing and all that stuff. I mean, it, almost robotic Regimented. as far as discipline when you yeah. know in education and the arts. Yeah, uh, nearly half of the public schools in Tokyo require uh, students whose hair is not black and straight. Oh, they have to be black and straight. Wow. And I assume they mean just your hair. <laughs> now, did you go to Catholic school, Bob? I did. and So you, you know, had to wear a uniform, correct? I did. And the uh, school girls in Japan, <clears throat> at least in all the photos I'm looking at here, and I'm looking at them strictly for news purposes, by of the way. Of course. <laughs> yeah, but they're all wearing the plaid skirt that I remember right. from uh, Catholic school. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, they don't want you to have brown. They don't want to have curly hair, and it's it's a cultural thing. They want you to look Japanese, um, and they're wrestling just as America is with the fact that they're no longer a signal a single ethnicity nation. Well, too damn bad. I know. This is, yeah, but, but it like, occurs everywhere. Yeah. But, uh, then drag them screaming and kicking into the new century. These are public schools yeah. or private schools? Uh, no, or public schools, schools in in Tokyo. That is hmm. archaic. Uh, and they believe that if you stand out, you'll be targeted or bullied. So they that, there's some truth not to that. To, yeah. yeah. Um, in corporate Japan, hmm. it's it continues. They have an atmosphere in which people are scared to speak out, particularly in meetings, and especially if you have a vagina. Yeah, well, there's that. Just when you think you've taken two steps forward. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did forget about the As white. As Paul Harvey would say, it is not one world. Yeah, well, uh, the white <laughs> underwear is the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey <laughs> <Yeah>. would say. <laughs> as for underpinnings. Yeah. In Nagasaki, 60% of the 238 public schools demand that pupils wear white underwear. I would like to know, how do they know? Do they have an inspection? You're channeling your inner Larry King there. You're curious. You want to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know, damn yeah. it. Uh, most schools have rules about underwear color. Some schools even reportedly ask pupils to remove their underwear if they break the rules. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How do they find out? This, uh, this, this is a potential. Does the principal have mirrors on his toes? Yeah. <laughs> The parody of this on those internet channels, just glad I haven't run into it yet. Anyway, they have a, they have a, uh, a movement going called Stop Extreme School Rules. They've collected 60,000 signatures for a petition uh, to get take care of this case. Isn't that strange? Oh, and then the other thing in Japan, married couples must have the same name. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's progressive. <laughs> So Hillary Chow Fun would have to be her name. That's that's a terrible joke. That's more it's a Chinese dish, right? Sorry. Oh boy. I, I retract that. that joke. 
Yes, okay. there is a redact it from me. <laughs> Remember when there was a thing where you could take your emails back or your texts back, and you could say, uh, "Yeah, send that one back." Yeah. You mean a, a digital mulligan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a mulligan on that one. Bob, Spike, and Joe. Everywhere you go, you can't escape the trio. of the show that reunites three long-lost friends, uh, two in Seattle, one in Hootenanny, Vermont. Uh, Spike and Joe, how you guys doing? <laughs> doing good, doing good. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you guys, especially Mr. O'Neill. I know that's a big day for you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Happy St. Patty's. Uh, Spike oh, yeah. and I have been talking for the last 24 hours, actually, because uh, we worked on a song parody together. Uh, which I have, by the way. Oh, we can play it. Well, that's better than not. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Well <laughs> it, done. It, well, no, well done on your part. Uh, it might not be the final mix uh, because uh, I raced uh, to get it done, but it's really amazing. And the technology is kind of fun and cool in that um, Ben is working on the music in Vancouver, British Columbia, and Spike and I have a recording session where I'm running the digital audio workstation, the tape deck, if you will, on his computer from Vermont. I'm punching wow. in and hitting play and record. And we worked on uh, lyrics together for the last 24 hours. And, and the reason we rushed this song out, Spike, I'll let you tell it. Uh, because the, it's, a, it's a song about uh, death. It's a song about... Uh, <laughs> It's a song about a, 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 a lit fuse. Is that a better description, Bob? A lit fuse. It's a song and, about a lit fuse. And, and the potential death of a career. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see it's if Joe song, can guess what a, that might it, be. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, anybody working in a brick-and-mortar store at Best Buy? They're closing those. That's kind of a long <laughs> song title, though. I don't know. Yeah. That would work. It's a very long Has anybody here no. seen my brick and mortar? I'm Can worried because I tell me where it's gone. I have a gift certificate, and it's like I better get in there. I'm not going to so have I this happen to me. I got a gift certificate. Yeah, it may but not it last that long. It won't last that long. I turn um, around and they were gone. I don't other, know who you are, but I have other, a particular uh, set of skills. And I'm gonna <laughs> have you ever yeah. had a gift certificate something that closed down? The oh yeah, uh, she hates it. Yeah, I, well, I got burned, you know, by 50 pizzas. I traded a guy a car for 100, and he went out of business 50 pizzas in on me. So that was kind of like that. That was a bummer. There's a song in there somewhere, Bob. The sad part yeah. is that he went out of business because of your free pizzas. That's why he went out of business. Well, and the even sadder part is I still see my car go driving by my house every once in a while because his business partner and ex-wife got the car in the settlement, and the thing's oh still God. running, 98 All Civic. we are saying is give pizzas a chance. Yeah. Okay. Wait a uh, His other, business partner and ex-wife yeah. still use the car. There's the underlying story. That's the X <laughs> yeah. factor of the story. Yeah. Solving for X. Why did the business go under? Because she was humping his partner. 
truth. Thank you. In the back right, of Joe? Joe's car. Is that what was really happening? No, yeah. I no, I think it was a. I don't know what the situation with them was, but it was a bad deal. You don't have to be diplomatic. Around. You're not getting the pizzas no matter. <laughs> oh what no! You well, say. I mean, I don't know what they're. I, the guy was a little on the crazy side. I mean, he he made he would he's the kind, it was the kind of place you go in there and you go that's the best pizza I ever had. And then you go back a week later, you go that's the worst pizza I've ever had. Where did he even <laughs> find that much oregano? I mean, it's like there was no words, consistency. They, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I was on the hook for a bunch of them. I was having Cub Scout troops come and help me eat them and everything I could to try to get, you know, whittled down to, uh, yeah. but I didn't get them in time. But anyway, I want to get back to these businesses that are dying. So Okay. Businesses um, dying. Well, this is a song about a career that could be dying. It's a person, one person whose career could be over. The governor of New York? Yo, ding, 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 ding. Joe! Good this job. could be it. Democrats, you've got to let me know. Should Cuomo stay or should he go? If you say he should be fine. And he can grope you from behind Chuck Schumer says that he should go But Cuomo says no way, hell no He's such a sleaze, sleaze, sleaze Girls need that job so they just freeze He tries to get them in the sack Cause he's a nymphomaniac so is it time to let him know That he can pack his bags and go Should Cuomo stay or should he go now? Can he stay if he lays low now? He didn't think there would be trouble All he wants to do is cuddle Should he stay or go? Joe. Well, I don't know anything about this, but I did just have a dinner with my wife, and she is of the mind there needs to be an investigation, and he's not nearly as bad as President Trump. That sounds like some apologist stuff if I ever heard it, but uh, <laughs> I also <laughs> heard <laughs> She doesn't listen to this podcast, right? No. Well, she might every once in a while. I think she's a few episodes behind. So when okay. she looks at me really nasty a month from now, I will know sure. why. That's the only thing you've done wrong in a month. Spe speaking of behind, I think that Cuomo would appreciate hers. She has a very nice behind. <laughs> oh, hey, whoa, Hammer. Well, a friend of mine's wife. Come on. I have heard <laughs> that... Uh, um, you could have maybe changed Chuck Schumer to Joe Biden because I did get an alert on my phone that I think he's asking him to resign now. So, oh, Joe Biden I, is that he's got to wait a President week because Biden we just is. made that song. Eh, yeah, Joe sorry. Biden wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one and, line and, bomb would let me, the line bomb wouldn't let me put in the song. Can I say it? Sure, go ahead. I, I didn't. <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't let you, but go ahead. Um. He wants to get them in the sack and blow a hot load on their back. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I was thinking of a different line that I wouldn't let you oh, put okay, in. Oh, okay. That one for definitely not sure. Well, 
according to my wife, who keeps up on the news, she claims that one prolonged hug and a few uncomfortable moments is so far all we've heard about. Um, uh, and I don't know. Like I said, I have not followed this story very closely at this all. This is so convenient um, of you. You know, that's a politician saying, I haven't read the uh, text, I haven't heard the tweet. Uh, I didn't yeah. see the tweet yet. I, I, I haven't uh, I seen that. Or uh, yeah. I haven't. Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that well, tweet. It's, it's not just that story. It's any story. I'm fully submerged in my own story. I mean, I'm, I'm busy doing what I do. And it's the only thing I've actually watched on TV at all uh, for the last week is I did watch some of the Grammys. And that's the only thing I've actually sat down in front of a square box and, and absorbed. And, and since the last time I talked to you guys, wow. no sports. The NCAA, the I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I thought they're in big trouble. Um, yeah. Uh, be, be, did you watch? I watched, uh, like my wife watches and I walk in and out of the room. So right. I say, I say you, yes, I did watch. Did any of you guys watch? I watched them, Joe. Okay. Because the only songs I really knew were the ones where they were saluting the dead people, the ones that died last year. <laughs> you know? So, so there, it, it's obviously clearly geared to, to kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and where, where, where they're in trouble is I asked my kids. I got 140 students. When you're and, talking about, when you say kids, you're referring to like 50 year olds and 40 year olds, right? Those kids. No, well, I'm referring to teenagers because all the, the, all the people who won was. Uh, Billie Eilish. I mean, it was young, what you would call young people's music, sure. or what well, they hope would be young people's music. Taylor Swift I asked, is not a kid, though, and her music no, has a broad appeal. She's yeah, Taylor already. Swift's not a kid, but but uh, Megan the Stallion and uh, these people. So I yeah, asked. Excuse all my me, kids, excuse me, Joe. Megan the Stallion. Yeah, yes, and, look at Bob. And, and, look at him. Yeah, <laughs> the with so, another a. Well, so I asked my kids, I said, who watched the Grammys? And, you know, maybe three or four hands out of a class of 30 goes up. So right. uh, I'm just I'm just thinking, at least from a show business standpoint, this used to be a really big deal to somebody. But if it's if, if we're not who they're shooting for and it's not really geared towards our music, and then also the kids aren't paying attention, uh, uh, I think on, there's a on. little let bit me, of trouble. Let me, uh, all right. And then, by the way, I, I actually agree with you which makes it harder to be an asshole and argue with you, but I will find a way. You will um, find a way. <laughs> That's what he does. So, <laughs> That's what I do. But when you say our music, uh, name five great bands our age that put out anything worth remembering in the last year. Well, believe it or not, I'll tell you a record. And the only reason I know it is because my 16-year-old program director dumped every song it, he made into our into our radio station and i'm starting with what the heck is this what did he put in here then i'm going man that's really good and then i look on the little thing that reads out who's it is you know who it is uh a a andrew Jones. cuomo was the answer to the last question andrew maybe that's cuomo. the answer to this the governor of new york with his new record touch me feel me see me no so is there see some me. classic rock artist that has a new record out a guy named paul mccartney oh yeah and, Wow. And it is good. I mean, really good. And nobody's playing it except maybe a high school radio station where a 16-year-old thinks it's cool <laughs> to dump a dozen McCartney songs nobody knows into the playlist. But well, it I'm is really... McCartney, here's my latest album. I call it Shit John Lennon Wrote But Lost. Here it is. No. Found in the bedroom drawer. It is so musically lush and so just easy on the ears. I won't even say that it's his best songs, but it's some of the right. best produced music ever. 
But just yeah. to stay just to stay focused oh. here, you're suggesting that the Grammys put more eighty year olds on. <laughs> well, no, no. What I'm suggesting is they're in trouble because the people they think uh, that they're shooting for aren't caring or paying attention, and the uh, the the music that that the that the man, I guess, is putting out these days is not really what's uh, you know what uh, what young people. If they're and I'm I can only go with teenagers. Maybe there's thirty year olds that love the Grammys. I don't have a thirty uh, year old uh, sounding board, but I have a, the good pulse of what young people are thinking. And what old people were thinking. How old's your daughter? She's 22. And, huh? uh, and she's a bit of an old soul musically, too. Um, but I thought it was good. I mean, I thought the performances were lush. I think uh, Beyonce uh, not getting record of the year was terrible. I think Black Parade is something we'll listen to 50 years from now. And we'll go, that was the sound. You know, that was the history of what we lived through that summer, uh, of the mm-hmm. summer of 2020. I thought that was a very important record. Um, but uh, but anyway, that's the only thing I watch. I don't keep up on the news much. Or uh, I did see a sad story about you know uh, shooting in Atlanta. That's one thing I'm really upset about these days is just uh, violence against Asian people in general. Oh, and I don't man. know, you know, that's something that I'm dealing with a lot in my in my school, my community, and things like that. So um, you do but, now? Did you hear what Japanese schools are doing? No, they're making in, in everyone. Japan, do- you mean? They're making everyone dress the same way and have the same color hair to eliminate the, the differences between people. Whereas here in America, we have the opposite. We're trying to be multicultural and make everyone accept all the differences in people. Could I and say that, something really racist for really quickly? Just really for a moment. <laughs> just for a extremely moment. Extremely racist. Do we know that you don't mean it and that we're going to analyze it and whip you afterwards? No, I totally full-heartedly believe this to be true. Well, then it's not racist. For the Japanese culture to require all people to have the same clothes and same color hair, all they've got to change is the clothes. And I thank you. Well, I don't think that's true. I have Japanese students, and so well, I have That a was the sound of everybody standing a few inches further away. Yeah, from for the lightning bolt to come down. <laughs> so you, We're going to take this out in post, you, right? You Bob think they don't yeah. have a right to put some pink or some what purple if they or be something in their yeah. hair or blonde? I'm sure, I'm sure they do have so that right. You're the right, story right. is out, by the way. It was two days old that um, 60% of the schools in Tokyo require students to iron their hair and make it flat and dye it to make it blacker if it's not black enough. But not that's not where it ends. They're required to also wear white underwear and yes, someone will check. Oh, now this sounds a little on the tabloid side. Where are you it's, getting uh, the Washington Post? Hmm. Like yep, he said. <laughs> so it's kind of like a Catholic school. It wasn't Fox it, News. Uh, uh, it was, you know, the Washington well, Post. Yeah. It's, it's just nice to know that Cuomo will have someplace to go after the governorship. <laughs> Japan and be a middle school well, principal. <laughs> one, one last thing on the Grammys sure. I will say, okay. and it's not me, it's Liberty DeVito who said it, so I think uh, uh, he, he brings up another Germans. good point. Sure. Yeah. Credence. It, it's uh, not only is are they not really hitting, uh, you know, the, any demo uh, with, the, with the thing, but they're not rewarding anybody who made great music unless it has some kind of cause, unless it's making some kind of statement. It has to be something beyond just a good song there is no category for best dang song we we did that you can dance to or anything like that damn it's it all we had nana hey hey kiss him goodbye we had important yeah. songs i mean 
There's yeah. a, they all they all have to be something that is uh, you know in some way is either uh, political or social. And I think that that that's great to have important music, but um, that's all you're going to see at the Grammys now. Uh, I mentioned that I agree with you, right? Yes, but you were trying hard not to. So go well, ahead, take another know, crack my, at it. My job is to try and present opposing viewpoints, but if I don't have one, it is. It is hard. Uh, well, you I, did leave out one important grievance from the Grammys that I was sure you were going to be on. Eddie uh, Van Halen's uh, Wolfgang Van Wolfgang yeah. Van Halen. Did you see what he said today? Yeah, yeah. Says he was, I he did was not. Broke, he was I, heartbroken. Heartbroken I, that they I, didn't picture his dad. Well, I have mixed feelings about Sorry, what Joe. he said, but I'll tell you. So he said uh, that he was hurt that his dad only got a few seconds in between all these performances of other people's music. But he also acknowledged that he was offered to play Eruption and he turned it down because he didn't think he could live up to the original. Right. However, when the memoriam, it's almost like they penalized him because when the memoriam section of the ceremony showed Eddie Van Halen it was like, what was it, eight seconds long? I mean, it was almost nothing. It was 15 seconds of Eddie, a big uh, full screen shot of Eddie behind the stage and mm -hmm. Eddie playing Eruption as only Eddie could. Mm -hmm. But they also put his guitar, isolated solo with a spotlight on it, on the stage while they did that. And I think that was a loving tribute given that no one could or should play Eddie Van Halen's music but Eddie Van Halen. No one could do that justice. Wolf even admitted that. He or anybody else couldn't do that. I think that was a nice trip. Maybe they could have played the whole four minutes of eruption. That wouldn't have been appropriate either. No, no. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it was the slap in the face insult that everybody's saying it was. Here's what he said: I didn't realize that they would only show pop for 15 seconds in the middle of four full performances for others we had lost. What hurt most was that he wasn't even mentioned when they talked about artists lost in the beginning of the show. Yeah, that's true. He well, said, well, I know, "Yeah, go ahead, Joe." One thing you got to think about here is is bulk. There's more people dying than ever. I was thinking about that. True it's that. Like, holy cow, this is a lot of people. I mean, Helen Reddy only got a quick flash. Here's a woman who led a yeah. cultural revolution. They didn't put her bra out there in a spotlight or anything. I mean, <laughs> I am woman, hear me true. roar. That was a you know, that was a yep. huge thing. She got way yep. less she, than Eddie Van Halen did. She got she a had white underwear on too, I yeah. heard. Yeah. I yeah. Sure oh, man. I, I will say the highlight of that whole in memoriam though is uh Lionel Richie came out and sang one of Kenny Rogers' ballads. I think it was yeah, Lady or that's something. A good it's cover. Like, he sang yeah. Lady, yeah. Yeah, it was, man, I want to go to a Lionel Richie concert. Now, I never thought I'd say that in my life, but that <laughs> dude is, is still got it. I mean, yeah. it was so, so did tastefully you, done. They did, you see, did, did you see Bruno Mars do his tribute to Little Richard? I did. Yes. It was actually, yeah. it was stunning. And you thought, you thought Lionel Richie did a better job? I didn't say that. I said I want to go you see a Lionel Richie not, concert. You mentioned him and not the Bruno Mars. Yeah, you and just you mentioned Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. That's called a conversation, Spike. Yeah. Yes, I thought Bruno Mars was great. <laughs> Joe, I, Joe, I love you. Joe's like, I yeah. will not be yeah. trolled, people. So there I was will someone not else. Be trolled. There was someone else who was snubbed, by the way. And I know you were a fan of the show Glee, Spike. Uh, the actress Naya Rivera was completely she got, snubbed. Yeah. She died. Well, okay. You know what Naya Rivera did? She, she was a well, and, and I don't mean to be callous because she, she suffered a tragic death. She went canoeing with her toddler, 
and she somehow got fell out of the canoe and drowned and couldn't get back to the in the boat or to the boat and her toddler is adrift on a lake while she's drowned from falling out of her canoe but uh, and that's the respectful portion of my comments because Naya Rudolph was a B character on Glee who tried a solo career that flopped miserably. Her largest claim to fame was marrying an NFL player who I couldn't even name. Wasn't even a star player. She, I mean, so it's not didn't like, she sing Don't Stop Believing? Or was that just a big group performance of Don't Stop Believing that everything won a Grammy Glee, in for, 2011? Everything on Glee was a big group performance. Okay. Everything. Yeah, not show. I. I, yeah. I, I Naya Rivera. She I mean she's lovely, you know, lovely young woman, but right, right, and a very tragic, sad death. It's horribly tragic, sad about. death. Yeah, okay. I mean the the kid who uh, Corey, whatever his name was, who who OD'd, you know, hit the, the one of the main stars of Glee. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. I just missed that Lionel Richie performance was phenomenal, Joe. Don't you think? <laughs> I do. I do. And I, and I wish they, you know, there's a lot of Grammys. Obviously, they can't put them all on TV. But I love a guy named Billy Strings. And he won a Grammy, his first Grammy, best uh, bluegrass record. And anybody who can play a banjo with a chicken head on his head and play as good as Billy does deserves an award. Uh, he is really a special talent. And a young guy. You'll be hearing more about him. Younger than uh, than uh, 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 Beyonce's daughter who got her Grammy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not that young. Blue he's, Ivy he, got a Grammy? Yeah, he's in his yeah. 20s. And you mentioned Aaron, by the way, Spike. He didn't get a Grammy, but maybe next year he's got two yeah. records in the top 10 right now. I mean, I figured that was your good. favorite album of the year was Aaron's. That's a great well, piece that's, of work. Man. Yeah, that'll be next year's Grammys. It's always, you know, uh, that yep. was released in 2021. So that would be amazing if... Uh, if uh, Aaron was playing the Grammys. I think we could all be all right. proud of that for sure. All right. Final note today. Tiger Woods has something in common with Prince Philip today. <laughs> I, nobody's biting. Bob. I am so, I'm so afraid. <laughs> um, they, they both got out of the hospital. Oh, oh that is good. <laughs> Yeah, they lost their, uh, I thought you were going to say a hole in one or something about a left ventricle. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both got out of the hospital. Tiger Woods is recovering at home after his car uh, wreck. And, um, you know, there's some there's talk that Tiger was maybe given preferential treatment. Oh, you think? In, in, that, in that when, you know, when the police came upon him, they didn't handcuff him and uh, question him and breathalyze him. Did you, did you hear any of that? Don't they usually give preference treatment to people that they have to pull out through the windshield of a smash car? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Thank you. I'm point. just saying. You, know. you got to the joke. I want before. you to walk that line, Tiger. Walk the yellow line in the middle of the road right now, mister. Okay. Head back, no, no, four fingers out, and the nose out. I nose can't. out. No, there are actually some people that are pissed that, you know, he didn't... Uh, Go to jail? He, he didn't go to... Yeah, well, a bunch of but here's the thing about the car accident. I mean... Uh, uh, look, what do I know? I know nothing, right? And I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'll get and, nods and of agreement all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But texting and driving, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. I'll meet you at the House of Pancakes in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going toward the right Waffle House? Send? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, no one knows, of course, how his recovery will go. But yeah. golf pros are actually rooting for him to play again. Do you think he could play again? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it too. He was already nursing so many back injuries, yeah. and sur- back surgeries, and right. he broke both legs in this act. Is that what I've heard? Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, Ben Hogan was in a terrible accident. He recovered, came back. 
Wilson. Many, many years ago. Uh, Prince Philip, who's 99, is out of the hospital. And then uh, and then one more uh, oldie well, hold on. goodie. Speak, yeah. Before you move on, you know, you yeah. know. speaking of people who have things in, co- in common with Prince Philip, you know who else has something in common with Prince Philip? Who else is uh, who? Prince. The artist formerly known as Prince. What does they he have in common with Prince purple. Philip? Lots of unrecorded they material the, that they're going to release. They both, love the, they both love the color purple. <laughs> Uh, Prince Philip actually is purple. (laughs) Sorry. Long way to go for a shit joke. (laughs) It's worth doing. Let me get my shoehorn out. Hold on. (laughs) Okay. Now I lost the story I had. Oh, shoot. Where did it go? Hang on. I got one one if you don't. uh, You stall for me. Go ahead. Well, you just mentioned unrecorded material and a teacher, a fellow teacher, sent me this and maybe you guys have talked about this and maybe it's common knowledge because I, like I said I kind of live in a my own little world these days and I'm behind on the news but he just sent me I think it's three plus hours of Rolling Stones music nobody's ever heard have you guys heard about this no there is and it's on YouTube and I don't know if it's still there or not if they've been taking it up and putting it down but this is and I've only had a chance to skim the surface but it's a bunch of outtakes from Sticky Fingers and then all this stuff that has never been heard, never been released anywhere, and somehow it leaked out of the Stones archives. And this is not, uh, this is not uh, you know, legit in the sense that they've at all authorized it, and they're doing their best, unless it's a very cleverly designed way to, uh, uh, to pump a, uh, publicity for a box set. But it's like three hours of, of Rolling Stones music completely fully produced songs that didn't make the cut on records and stuff like that. Mm. Wow. And it's it's out there as one big YouTube file. And I White gladly... sugar. How come you taste so good? <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I have the, uh, I have some Tame of the titles. Tame horses <laughs> could drag me away. I mean, this is amazing stuff. And I barely scratched the surface and it may have been taken down again. This was like uh, uh, just a few hours ago. This guy sent it to me, but it is send legit me fresh flowers in the morning. Legit Rolling Stones that uh, at least as of a couple days ago, nobody has ever had fifty plus fully finished studio outtakes. Uh, some absolute gems Jesus. here. YouTube That's keeps taking stuff. it yeah. down. I definitely want to hear that. I'm going to forward it to you right now if it's still there. I even oh. give you a little taste on. on can't Go you Joe? hear me calling? Joe cut out. Could on you, your telephone. Yeah, I'm sorry. I accidentally hit play and it cut out. I'm going to forward you this right now. All and right, it well, is. I'll wait till uh, the end of the show before I check my email. Nope. Uh, lots and lots and lots of stuff. Never uh-huh. make you cry part of the night. Hands okay, we off. don't need to hear three hours worth of song title. <laughs> Thank you. All right. There's even one with a profanity in it. Right. Oh, Excellent. Boy. That I want to know. Um, before we go, one last tribute. Uh, on the show. Do you know who Lou Ottens was? Uh, kudos to anybody who knows who this gentleman was. Inventor of the uh, I... cassette tape. Yes, Spike. You get it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was going to say, and There's I no knew way that. You uh, that. Just, <laughs> I did not Google the, that. Uh, he was honored in the Grateful Dead community because there would probably be a lot less Grateful Dead music floating around without oh, yeah. And a lot no more royalties days. for the poor members of the band if they hadn't all been uh, bootlegged. Uh, the Dutch inventor of the cassette tape, the medium of choice for millions of bedroom mixtapes, has died. 
Uh, he was 94 years old. Wow. And um, he invented it in uh, 1952 is when the cassette was invented. It didn't become popular until it was around the early 1960s. Uh, and he created it. And when he first made the cassette, it was a wooden block that fit in his coat pocket. That's right. Right? That's how big the first what? compact cassette yeah. was. Mm-hmm. No and uh, the final product uh, was finally created, uh, released in 1962. It was a worldwide hit. A uh, hundred billion cassette albums have been sold. Or cassettes. I'm sorry, cassettes. Uh, people put. Is you know. he buried in a platinum coffin? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Should be. Lou loved technology. When he talked about that uh, cassette stuff, his eyes would twinkle. Said everyone oh, who yeah. knew him. That's it. Wow. That's it for Bob, Spike, and Joe. We'll play uh, a classic uh, Bob's Garage cut uh, to close out the show, and we'll be back on Friday. Enjoy. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day, right? It, it is. is. You know, yeah. I checked my uh, 23 and me. I am officially 61% Irish. I always suspected I was. <laughs> well, now I know exactly what? how Irish I am. And uh, my, my wife was impressed. She's only 48% Irish, but we're going to go out and have dinner and if you ever doubted by the way if you've ever doubted these uh uh these dna things at least the 23 and me one i will tell you they are 100 percent accurate and i oh, you, and you, you know this how because more than a year after kelly did hers christy finally got around to doing hers that's her identical twin uh-huh. and it it comes back you are 100 percent identical in dna Well, we are 100%. Hold on. Ed's got something for you here. And if it's money you want, I don't have any. (laughs) We're not related, Joe. Yes, and and this is not an ad for them, but I was surprised. I mean, it said, yep, you're an exact match. So when when that thing tells you you've got cousins, you've got cousins. Uh, All right, then, Joe. Here's a test. What's the definition of Irish foreplay? Oh, boy. I don't know. I'm afraid to ask. Brace yourself, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> you must be Irish because my penis is Dublin. <laughs> oh, well, I've spent many a St. Patrick's Day with, with you two, Bob and yes, Spike. Yes, we have and, spent and great we had a lot, lot of fond times in uh, Dublin with the good folks from Jameson Whiskey. One of the things I do miss about commercial radio Ooh, is the, is commercial the trips and, paid, and the free getting whiskey. Paid for them. Yes, getting right. paid for it. So, free uh, trips. Okay. Yeah. That's great. It makes us so relatable. We talk about all the free stuff. I want to talk about it some more. Um, yeah. Oh, I miss it too. Uh, By the way, if you want to know how to have a really great podcast, I had a girl on today talking to my class. Who gets fifty thousand downloads a week. She gets fifty thousand downloads Joe. a week. No, yeah. no offense taken, Joe. No, she's doing the nude. Yeah, yeah. It's called <laughs> no. It's called it's called the bittersweet life, and the 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 secret I think is, and and I think we've got a little bit of it going here. She's been doing it seven years. Her and her friend, they started doing it when they were living in Rome together. One of them moved, and they're like, oh, there goes our podcast. But then it got even more interesting, and March is the seventh anniversary of this podcast. It's called The Bittersweet Life. They're up to 50,000 downloads a week, and mostly they just do it on their iPhones. And, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, and her, her, what she says is they have a specific theme. They stick to something every week. They do one a little uh, shorter, uh, one a little longer. They do two a week. 
And uh, uh, it's, it's really, uh, I, I want to listen now, but it was pretty compelling stuff. Is this Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks? Yes, Katie Sewell. She's been uh, speaking to my class. In fact, I'm going to try to maybe see if she would like to teach them because she really does know her stuff. She's been at KUOW for years. And wow. She, she nice. gets, suddenly everybody wants a podcast. I learned a lot. People think radio is dying, by the way, and I know I'm extending <laughs> our time here, but but she says, are you kidding me? She goes, I'm getting so many job offers. She says, National Geographic wants a podcast. The Smithsonian wants a podcast. Yes, Every yes. business out there uh, wants a podcast. Well, so this so, is a hot thing again right now. So when Kodak went bankrupt, people <laughs> didn't stop taking pictures. No. Nope. No, exactly. So so this is a this is a wonderful, brave new world we're all uh, jumping into, and it's only gonna it's only gonna grow. And uh, the opportunities are really yeah. good right now. I think it's it, and it's so good to be here with you, some of the, my dearest friends, sitting around the campfire, farting just like uh, the classic <laughs> Star Trek cast did in their final movie. That's right. Going to say Blazing Saddles. Way to yeah, clean it up there. Way to way to class it up, Bob. All right. Be well. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. In honor of the late, great Eddie Van Halen, here's a classic recording of Spike and the Impalers. And I do think they do this song justice. <laughs> <laughs> 